You're listening to Off to Market with Scott Farley and Hamish Chadwick. Hi, I'm Hamish. And I'm Scott. And today, uh, a three-part series. Uh, Angelo's back. And uh, Angelo's not only very good with his uh, company structures, uh, well, he's a tax, a very qualified tax agent up in Townsville. And we're speaking online today. So if there's any um, uh, small discrepancies, you'll, you'll please forgive us. Uh, but it's, uh, it's still great information. And Angelo uh, is one of the one of the uh, most um, knowledgeable people in this area. So we're going to get uh, Angelo to talk to you about fundraising today. And, and, and as we've spoken about before, funding is probably the most prolific area where projects fail. Really, cash flow and funding is a major issue with 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 projects because um, you know there's a there's a certain point you have to get to. We we try and get people to a point where you're a working prototype fairly reasonably and there is some help with those areas with R&D tax rebates and, and, uh, and grants of that sort. But when you get past that point, you have to commercialise, you really need someone behind you. And uh, unless you've got a, a high wealth, a high net worth yourself, um, sometimes you need someone involved. And so fundraising, as Angela will speak about, is going to be a very important thing for you. And the great thing is these days there's lots of options that never used to be available. So Angela, please, uh, please introduce yourself and... Um, Give us the lowdown on fundraising. Hi, Scott and Hamish. Thank you for the opportunity. I work in Invention Pathways to help inventors register and then commercialise their intellectual property. Normally, when we get to meet an inventor, he comes to us because he's used up most of his funding through family, friends, and normally it's called fills, but I'm not sure what the other word might be, favourite <laughs> friends. Um, but they got to a point where they might have their registration for their patent in place, but they now need to produce a prototype or they now need to produce 100 samples of that to be able to test the market. And... So the, the first question normally is, how do I get capital and where can I get it from? Well, I'm pleased to be able to say to you that there are many sources of funding. That doesn't mean that they're each easily and readily available to obtain. Um, there is Queensland state government funding uh, through the Queensland Government Development Fund, through Advanced Queensland, and you can find these on the state government website. Uh, there is also the federal government grants, like we have a client at the moment who's using the advanced or the accelerated commercialization fund, where he's got a project, he's doing his first commercial trial, and they've initially given him 700,000, and he can obtain a further round if that trial comes successful and up to a million dollars. So he's still got another 300,000 that he can apply for. Fantastic. To apply for these grants, you normally have to have a business case. You may not have a business plan because you don't necessarily have a business, but you've got to have documented so a third party can see what you're planning to achieve and where they can fit in. What they're looking for is, okay, so you need this money to do this, and that's what you're going to achieve. And at what rate 
will you be looking to pay me some interest on my investment or start to pay back the initial capital compared to how quickly you take money out of the project? So be prepared on those lines. I do have some software that helps me to prepare it on that basis. Um, another source of capital is when you find a venture capitalist. They're quite demanding in what they want. And so you have to certainly be in business and trading if possible before they'll get involved. Angel funding sometimes uh, can come in at an earlier stage, um, but they've got to, they want to see how quickly you can upscale and leverage your business to a, from a local to a national to an international stage. Mostly those projects are IT based rather than trade based projects. Um, the next source of funding which is coming very popular is crowdfunding, which is like a donation. Can I can and I you may be able to Angela? Sorry. Um, just before we move on, do you uh, through Invention Pathways have a network of angel and venture capitalists who you can put people in touch with? Um, yes, we've recently come across some who are looking now to have a presence in the region. So we do have connections to venture capitalists and angel funders. There's the Brisbane Angels and there's, we're looking to see if we can't get a sub-branch up here in Townsville. Great. Um, the next type of funding is crowdfunding, which is like a donation for cause. So you might find someone who's got a, uh, an idea for an invention in a particular industry, say medical or electrical engineering, and that's going to create a national standard. Well, because it's new. If someone has a passion for that industry, they might be a retired engineer or a retired doctor, they might be keen to see that go forward for the benefit of the industry that they've worked and loved for many, many years. So that crowdfunding could start to help build the prototype and to produce some samples. The next opportunity is through equity crowdfunding where the person who has the passion also gets a share in the company doing the development. There's no initial promises of dividends because the company has to meet all its obligations and they've got to make sure they've got enough capital to continue in their business. But they will receive a dividend at the same rate as the initiators of the project. Everybody holds the same class of share and it's all done on a pro rata basis. Equity crowdfunding is quite useful because it garners support either from your local suppliers or customers or stakeholders. So people who supply you and people who use your product and not just locally, it might be throughout the state or nationally. I'm working on a project and that's the sort of thing that they do. Their produce is sold nationally and they're looking to link in with all those consumers of their product because of the special qualities of their product and the way they're grown. Yeah. And um, um, both crowdfunding and equity crowdfunding, 
it's important to, I guess, market those those campaigns to the right people. Otherwise, it's you know invisible. Um, do you are you able to help people with this um, this process of marketing? I know from my perspective, I, I usually like to have people have a product, a working prototype that's solved and a good video, um, and then we try and get that out to the right people. Are you able to help people? In this process, yes, we can guide people, and and we know that we need to have at least a thousand social media contact before we even go anywhere near trying to raise any money. Right. And typically, the average investment is about two thousand dollars. And so, if you've got a thousand and you're lucky enough to get them all, that's quite a few million dollars. Yes. Um, the other thing you haven't spoken about, obviously, there is um, general crowdfunding. So general crowdfunding is a little bit like equity crowdfunding, except people will not only buy for a cause, but they'll also buy because they want the product. So sometimes if you have a product that's appealing to a lot of people, say an iPhone case that's unique or you know something a lot of people have or an accessory that works well in your toothbrush, uh, well, I think, I think there's more iPhones now in the world or, or smartphones and tooth, toothbrushes. <laughs> I read the other day. But... Um, but yeah, um, sometimes if you have the right product and people want to buy it, it's almost like pre-sales, which is a really, a really handy one to get on the crowdfunding sources as well. Yes, and that, that is the idea of crowdfunding, that the donor actually gets to receive the product at a discounted wholesale price, so less than a wholesale price. And so the more that they contribute, the more of those that they can buy. And so... A stakeholder in your industry could do that. You're involved in that area as well for people to, to contact you? Yes, we have networks with uh, crowdfunding uh, licensed facilitators in around the country, in Sydney, Sydney, Melbourne. Well, and this is becoming a popular trend more and more because of social media. And there are some tips and tricks in terms of launching and how you've got to get everything ready beforehand. You might have a closed uh, issue uh, of equity crowdfunding to some of the local suppliers of yours first. And then there might be a public launch. And the idea is that you might want to do it in a couple of stages. So you might want to raise $2 million, but first you might get everything ready to be successful at raising 500000 in the second round, a couple of months later, having been successful with the 500,000, that shows the potential for success of raising the other 1.5 million. And that's where opportunities arise. For example, there was one recently for an all-female ride share, an all-female taxi service, because the drivers were female, mm. the passengers could only be female and children under seven. And there was an it was an equity crowdfund, and the shareholders got a certain number of free rides in the first twelve months of their using the service. So, in both crowdfunding and equity crowdfunding, the investor gets something in return, something nominal in return for their investment, on the basis that in due course, with the success of the company, they and to earn a dividend as well. And the great thing is you don't have any partners in that situation, which is 
very appealing for a lot of people. I mean, partnerships can be, um, you know, the downfall of some projects, not always, but you know, if you've got investors who are equity and equity partners, then obviously there's those, um, those issues to account for as well. Whereas you, with crowdfunding, you don't have that, which can, can be very appealing. Mm. Yeah. All right, Angela, that's been fantastic. Look, this, this series is uh, going to be really, really beneficial for people. I really appreciate your time um, today and in the last two series uh, and Jake Deep, uh, thank you very much. Uh, uh, any, if there's anything more, but otherwise we'll sign off and uh, people can, uh, can find you on uh, worldwideweb.inventionpathways.com. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that. I'll put all the contact details up on our Facebook page because obviously, okay. please direct any questions to Angelo and Jack. Thanks again, guys. Thank you. You've been listening to Off to Market with Scott Farley and Hamish Chadwick.